0: Welcome to the Dependable Dependa. My name is Sarah Frausto, and I am so glad you guys are here. Today we are talking about a unique love story. My friend Mandy and her husband Josh have a very unique, very military style wedding. I am so grateful that she took some time to share her story with us, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Mandy, welcome to The Dependable Dependa. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited. Hey, um, so I met Mandy when we were stationed at Fort Lee, Virginia for a school, and our oldest are about the same age, and while we were there, we ended up in a, a kids' class together, and we got to know each other. And one of the fun facts about Mandy is her and her husband, Josh, got married while her husband was deployed. <laughs> um, so I'm <laughs> excited for her to share that story with you. But Mandy, first, can you tell me a little bit about you, how long you guys have been married and what you guys are doing um, there in the Army? So go ahead and let me know what you guys are doing.
1: Yeah, so um, Josh and I have been married now um, for all almost eight years. It'll be eight years this year. So yay for us. Um, and yeah, my husband's in the army and he works in force management. Um, we are currently, he's currently stationed um, down at Shaw Air Force Base. And so, um, we're kind of the outcasts army on an air force base. (laughs) A fun new role. Yeah. Yeah. We have two daughters. Um, One is almost six, and the other one is two polar opposites, so
0: that is us. Fun. Very cool. Okay, so you and Josh, how did you guys meet? You guys, you guys have been married for eight years. How long have you guys been together?
1: So, we have been together for, um, we did a very short <laughs> engagement dating. Um, so, almost nine years. So, we were dating and um, engaged for less than a year. Um, <laughs> so, nice. Yes, yeah. well, um, too. We're on that one We met down in um, Texas, um, Joshua Station down there. And I was, um, I lived down there. Um, I had lived down there for probably, uh, I had lived down there for about three years um, before I had met Josh. I had relocated down there for a job. Um, and we met. And that was that. <laughs> all right. How did you guys meet? Do you mind sharing that oh, part? Yeah, so we actually met online. We were both online dating. And so we met online. Um, and, you know, we talked online for a while before we went on our first date. And then it was just kind of all from there. And that was his first duty station, right? No, it wasn't his first duty okay. station. His first duty station was actually in Korea. So he was in Korea for a year. Oh. Yeah, but but he had just recently been stationed down in Texas, so
0: okay. And then you guys met, and then four months later, he deployed. Four months later, he deployed while
1: he was home on R and R. We were engaged, and that was like, I know it's like weird because like I don't really think there's like I mean, does R and R really happen anymore? (laughs) I I don't think so.
0: I mean, what year was that that he deployed? It was in
1: 2000 and... It was like at the very beginning of 2013.
0: That's interesting because Brian deployed in 2000... Yeah, in April 2013 and he didn't get R&R. He was only gone for nine months. Yeah. Well, and Josh only ended
1: up being gone for like nine months, but it was supposed to be longer. Five?
0: Five months. Okay, so at this point, you've been together about nine months. You guys get engaged.
1: He left from like he went back like after being home from on R and R and it was like I wanna say it was in with within like a couple of weeks, they were like, oh just kidding, um, deployment's ending early. So you're gonna get to get him home earlier. And so at that point, like we had already talked about like once he got home, we were gonna do just kind of like a small ceremony. Um, just like with close family and friends. And we had like already talked about like wanting to find a house and buy a house and, you know, like kind of get settled down and all that. When we found out he was going to come home early, we kind of started looking at, okay, well, my lease was like coming up on my, um, my house that I was renting and he had already like gotten out of his lease. We were like, well, let's talk about um, like what we want to do. And, so we were like, you know, this would just be like a whole lot easier if we would have just gotten like married while you were on
0: R and R, instead of just so, just engaged. Let's just get married. Yeah. So I have no
1: idea. I researched, or if he like somebody was about this, but in a few states, and I in Texas is one of them if you are military and I think there's like a couple other exceptions, they allow this, but they call it like proxy marriage. So it's like marriage by proxy. And so we were like, okay, well, I mean, we want to do like, it was just a whole lot easier if we were married, like in Texas to like do the whole, like we were buying a
0: house and all of that. So
1: we're like, let's just do it.
0: (laughs) Well, and you even have like the benefits of, the VA loan, and you have yeah. the yeah, it's in both your names, you don't have to switch it mm-hmm. all when you get back. Okay, so by proxy would attention in like pretty much mean he got a POA. Yeah, is that so what happened? I don't remember like the exact paper,
1: like, I don't remember the terms of like all of the exact paperwork, but yeah, so basically, he had like some sort of like, pa- like, he was able to like fill out this paperwork, and basically, it's it's some type of like power power of attorney where he basically designates someone that acts on his behalf to then go and
0: act as his basically stand-in
1: <laughs> to get married
0: yeah <laughs> so you if we were putting this in military in like spouse language you pretty much had a power of attorney he like paperwork for somebody else to Marry you for him.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I'll tell you like how it went down. So.
0: Okay. Whatever the terms of
1: the paperwork is. I don't remember. And it's. Yes, honestly, like, It's it right. really Changed since then too. But so he chose somebody that. So he, ch- he chose one of our mutual friends. Um, he said, Hey, will you like be my stand in basically. And so he had to fill out all the paperwork that, you know, designated him as his proxy. I mean, that's what it is, Yeah. you know, where, um, you know, he was standing in place of him. And so then, you know, we filled out all the paperwork, he had to get all of that, you know, taken care of, went to the courthouse, and we still had to um, stand in front of a judge, we still had to fill out all the paperwork, and our friend signed on his behalf. Um, and basically, the judge was like, okay, so I take it we're not doing an actual ceremony with vows here, <laughs> and we're like no, and he's like, all right. So he, I think he basically just said, "Can you can you vouch for the guy that's deployed? Does he want to marry this lady?" You know, he was really funny. <laughs> um, he looked like Santa Claus. Um, it was quite the adventure. And ironically,
0: for I thought it was kind of easy to do. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I'm, now, did you? Um, Did you have to, like, did you have anyone else go with you? Or is it just the two of you and the paperwork?
1: Yeah, it was just the two of us and the paperwork. I mean, of course, like, they had to, like, validate all that. I mean, he had to bring, like, you know, ID and, like, I think a couple, like, I think a couple forms of ID so that they could verify, like, he was who he was. And, you know, there was a lot of information, you know, personal information that would verify him that was done.
0: Your marriage certificate, does it have Josh's name on it? Mm -hmm. Does it have? Yeah does it yeah, look so any it different has, than a normal one
1: mm-hmm. yeah so it still has josh's name on it um so yeah i mean like it doesn't it's weird i mean like we joke and i'm like oh we mar you know i married my
0: friend <laughs> you, know, <laughs> when, when, you know that's so awesome <laughs> does he still joke about it oh yeah absolutely yeah. He's still our good friend so and we still
1: you know We still joke about it. So then,
0: when he was gone, you guys got married, and then he came back a few months later. And at that point, had you guys already bought the house? And we did. So we bought.
1: I bought the house while he was still deployed, and we closed on the house about two weeks before he got home. Um, so I had a power attorney for that as well, (laughs) which was like. (laughs) And he
0: was able to get all that done while he was over there. Mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah that's such a he was lucky enough
1: that like where his like home base was when he was deployed was um like a larger base he had a lot of Amenities if you will accessible to them. Yeah. So
0: that's awesome. Now. Did you guys have a
1: bear wedding ever? So um, We were going to do we didn't end up having one um, like with our friends and family um, But we did later on when we PCS um, when he took leave when we when we left um, the schooling and um, before we went to our next duty station we went to a resort in Jamaica and did like a vow renewal really it wasn't a vow renewal because we never said vows yeah but that's what they had to, like that's what they called it because we were already married so, but anyway it was basically just a, you know a ceremony that we had um it was just him and I but it was really nice I mean yeah that's really special so, I didn't yeah. know that
0: you guys did that that's mm-hmm. really cool
1: yeah so- Definitely a, a unique fun. story. Um, yes. Something that I, I don't think we would have... be able to like, explain to our kids until they're a lot older. Like, how do you explain that
0: to somebody? <laughs> it has been so much fun. I think I've told a few different people that, mm-hmm. and they just crack up like, how did that work? So, if someone was in that position, would you recommend this? Like, was it, you said it was super easy, like, easier than you were imagining, even.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Do I recommend it? I mean, look, like we didn't, it, it was fine for us, you know, I guess it just is mm-hmm. like, you know, dependent on your situation, you know, like it was fine for us. Um, having, you know, a huge wedding with all of our friends and family wasn't um, necessarily something that was um, super important to us. Um, and we this was like things that we had already discussed um, as mm-hmm. far as, you know, kind of that so for us it was more of we were doing it just for the legalities to make things easier for just some things that we want you know of course like the house and some things that we wanted to do and we knew that we were going to still have a ceremony where we say our vows like that was still important for us to do but um so I don't know it's like I, I guess if it works out for you like sure do it but I think that I'm pretty sure that you can only do it in certain states. Like, I think there's only, like, three or four states
0: that you can even do that in. I wonder if it has to do, too, with if you are stationed there. So, like, you guys were stationed in Texas, but what if your home of record is in Texas? Could you go down and do it in Texas? Or, like, could you? I wonder if you're able... You know, like that, that I don't
1: know because I do know that we were both residents of Texas. When um, Josh moved to Texas, he switched his residency there. And I was already a resident of Texas because I had lived there for a few years before I met him. And so so that I don't know the answer
0: to. I'm sure that there's people whose husbands may not be in the Middle East but are in Korea and this be the right answer for them. And we yeah. just don't even know that it's an option.
1: Yeah. You know? So I, I, I don't know enough to tell you <laughs> who would <will> qualify, <laughs> yeah. you know, and who wouldn't. Yeah. But, um, I do know, you know, military is the exception, but I do also know that there's certain, you know, checks that you have to, you know, boxes you have to check in order to meet the qualifications in order to do that. I know deployment is one of them. So I don't, you know, depending, I guess, on what says on
0: the orders. Um, yeah. my What anniversary do you guys celebrate? So,
1: we celebrate the anniversary that Josh was not present for.
0: <laughs> Where I awesome. my friend. <laughs> yeah. That's my funny. Do you guys do anything for him on that day? Like, do you text him ever and say, happy anniversary?
1: <laughs> no, but I should. I don't think I ever have. Um, I, mean, I mean, when it does come up, I'm always like, oh, yeah. You mean, like, when I married Joey or, like, when I married Josh?
0: Which one? <laughs> That's really funny. Mm-hmm. And you don't have any – so – the, like the wedding pictures and stuff you have welcome home pictures from deployment and
1: yeah I mean so we cool. have wedding picture because when we did our actual ceremony even though it was
0: almost I guess it was like three years later <laughs>
1: yeah. We have pictures from that and we have those up like as our like, wedding pictures. Like Aubrey's like, Oh, that's when mommy and daddy got married. And we're just like, Uh huh. You know, because she doesn't get married.
0: <laughs> we'll explain the rest later. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, oh, it's so kind of, like, random, random
1: that comes over to our house, like an acquaintance or something. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to like, s- Well, that's really when it we was <laughs> yeah. to Jamaica, but we didn't really, you know, go into this whole story. Yeah. That I'm like embarrassed by it by any means.
0: But it is, it is such a military thing yeah. because yes, you, I I mean how many people listening to this podcast have two weddings? Like mm-hmm. maybe it be between AI or boot camp and AIT mm-hmm. or right before boot camp, you want to make sure the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted before your spouse leaves for boot camp. Um, I mean, I know for us we had only been dating for I mean even less than nine nine months when we got engaged, less than a year when we got married because he was deploying and so we knew it was going to like we wanted to push everything up so it's not strange for us to have two different dates you know like it happens a lot but it is unique for you to not actually marry your husband <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah it's so you know, you so. know and it's
1: funny that you say that because I feel like when I'm talking to another military spouse or another military family um even though they may not have heard of the whole like marriage by proxy um there's a lot less shock (laughs) that comes from military, you know, military couples or, you know, somebody in the military rather than um, someone who, you know, doesn't have that military experience. Because like you said, there's, you know, a lot of times there's like those short periods that you date or you get married quickly where you, you know, just go to the courthouse and then maybe you have like a special ceremony later or some people just do the courthouse thing and that's fine. And, I mean, think through it and make sure it's just the right decision for you. You definitely don't want to have any regrets on something that's as, as important as, you know, getting married. <laughs> yeah. And one thing that we didn't do is we did not tell our families right away.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: you didn't. Um, I think my mom knew, but um, a lot of our families, they know now. But yeah, we didn't, we didn't like tell our families right away. <laughs>
0: So then as a, you know, as a girl planning her wedding, did you get to, did you have any of the showers or any no. of like those kind of, no? no,
1: and I don't, I don't know. It wasn't, um, it
0: was fine. Like I didn't, For that's, you guys were just ready to start your life yeah, together. For, like that and, was the most important exactly.
1: thing. And for me and just my personal preference, those thing, it, showers are great. And, and I've been to many showers and. It just wasn't any, you know, it would have been fine and I would have enjoyed doing those things, but I also wasn't disappointed that I didn't do those things. And that's just a personal preference right. that, of course, those were things that I thought about before we made the decision, like, am I going to be okay with this? You know, because you certainly don't want to have that regret later, but that didn't it didn't bother me. So I was fine with that.
0: Yeah. It was more important to, to marry him and be able to prepare your house for him for him to come home to a brand new house Mm -hmm. and you guys got to start marriage like in a very different fun way and now you guys have your special story as a military couple I think it's wonderful and to
1: that point like it it really was um really cool for him you know it was definitely a different homecoming because we did have we you know we were married and then you know we have this you know brand new house and it was right before thanksgiving too so we had this you know a couple days later our first thanksgiving
0: and then you got to decorate for christmas together and all that that's totally worth it well thank you so much for sharing your story with us and explaining that this is just like i said earlier this is maybe an opportunity that people don't even know they have it's another resource hopefully for someone exactly and
1: hey who knows maybe they let the person be on like a zoom now
0: they didn't you know in the courthouse right because I mean at that point you couldn't like you didn't have FaceTime on your phone or exactly. That's very interesting. Well, thank you. Thank you. Okay. I have one more question. I just want to know, what is your favorite memory of being a military spouse so far? Um,
1: I don't know if it's necessarily a memory, but, and this, and it actually kind of speaks to you too. But one of the things that I love the most about being just a military spouse, and I guess it's kind of a memory, but it's just all of the different relationships that you build at, um, You know, the different duty stations, I mean, we always say, like, you have to decide within, like, five minutes whether or not that person is going to be your friend or not, um, because you don't have time. (laughs) you don't have time, you might need an emergency contact for your kid for, you know, the CDC. So you've got to make a decision real quick. Um, but you know, now that we've been at several duty stations, it's just really cool. Um, all of the friends and, and people that we, you know, still are in contact with that live all of the United States that are from different backgrounds and cultures. And, um, I'd say that that's probably not necessarily, I mean, there's a lot of memories involved with that. So it's not one particular memory, but that's definitely my favorite thing about just military life and being a military spouse.
0: I love that. I remember, when we first met we talked about how it feels like we're on a speed date every mm-hmm. time you meet a new spouse yep. like okay let's see how quickly we get to know each other and see if we're going to be friends yep, like, exactly. because I don't know how long you're gonna be here so well I'm very grateful that we ended up in the same play group at Fort Lee and I love that we got to catch up today thank you so much thanks for having me I'm- Isn't that story incredible? I learned that proxy marriages are available to military couples in Colorado, Texas, and California. Isn't that crazy? I had no idea until I met her that you could get married to your spouse without even being without them even being here. There are a few states that allow this: California, Colorado, Montana, and Texas allow it. Montana is a very unique situation and they allow a double proxy, which means Neither the bride nor the groom have to be in the state. All of these marriages are totally legal and they stand ground with the military and other states. In Montana, there have to be an active duty service member or a resident of Montana. And these services can range from $350 to $1,000. California also has proxy marriages, but theirs is limited only to members of the armed forces who are deployed in conflicts of war. So if your spouse is in Korea, you cannot get married this way in California. In Colorado, it is allowed only if the bride or groom is out of state. You don't have to specifically be military. In Texas, at least one member has to be in the state and the absent member has to fill out some paperwork. So that is some information that I found. So if you are in that situation, check it out. Maybe it's a good answer for you guys. I don't, I I didn't even know it's an option. One of the other words that I heard Mandy mention that I wanted to make sure that we knew what it was was a POA, a power of attorney. Power of attorneys are so important. I will probably stress this situation a lot. I have a notebook in our house that are full of current power of attorneys. Because that's how important I believe they are. They are papers that you can get from your JAG office on post. If your spouse is overseas, they can go get POAs there and send them to you. Like Mandy said, her husband got one while he was overseas. Every JAG office offers them. The JAG offices that I have been into, you walk in and there's literally a wall full of POAs, (laughs) of power of attorneys. And you can pull whatever ones you want. They have to do with buying and selling cars, uh, buying and selling houses. If you live on post, you need one to have to deal with housing. If you, if your spouse gets orders while well, they're gone, you may need a power of attorney to deal with housing. Um, if you lose your military ID, you would need a power of attorney for dears DEERS. Uh, there's power of attorneys to deal with TRICARE, seriously everything. Uh, sometimes you would even need one for dealing with your bank. So if you don't have power of attorneys currently, I would strongly, strongly suggest that you get them and JAG will help you find out what power of attorneys you guys need. If you don't know what JAG is, (laughs) I just realized that it's the Judge Advocate General's Corps. Um, They're pretty much the lawyers on post and they are at the Army, Navy, Marines, Coast Guard, Air Force. They're everywhere and they're legal assistance for you and your family so you can get your power of attorneys there you can get advice we use them um, a couple times just to ask for advice and we had some issues with a housing situation at an apartment and they gave us some advice on that helped us fill out the form so that we were going into court with the right information. They didn't represent us. And from my understanding, they won't, but they will help you fill out paperwork. They will help give you advice. They will help you find people who can represent you. That is what JAG is judge advocate generals Corps. All right. Well, thank you again for joining us today. Please share this podcast. If you follow me on Instagram at the dependable dependa, I'm doing a special on black military spouses in honor of black history month. There's some really cool information that I've shared as well as some information that another spouse has found. So look at my highlight that says Agatha Scott Davis. And of course, if you can like this, if you can rate it, if you can leave a comment on it, I am grateful. Have a great week.